1: Hour two of the program. We've got LSU on the mind this hour. Scott Rabelais, the advocate, 940, as he was part of the group that talked to Joe Oliva, the advocate, today. Joe Oliva meeting with the editorial board of the advocates and saying some very interesting things. We'll get to that. Carter Bryant, Carter the power in at 920. So it's interesting we don't have a decision yet on Javante Smart, he went with the team to the SEC tournament. We were told all week that we would have a firm decision today, and we didn't get that firm decision today. I perhaps understand why, but I also don't understand why they were telling us all week, people inside LSU, that the decision was likely to come today when it never did, unless to, by today you meant, no oh, 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock at night. So Joe Oliva, the LSU athletic director, met with that editorial board for the advocate, didn't meet with them, but was on the phone with them and and said some very interesting things. In fact, one of the things he said, it's almost like he'd been listening to the show because he's echoing, and I don't know if this is necessarily a good thing for my own ratings here, but frankly, I don't care about ratings as much as I care about being morally and ethically right and true to my moral compass. Here's what Joe Oliva said. Quote, I believe we did the right thing. It's not all about winning. A lot of people just care about winning. Winning is not the end of what we do. Our job is to prepare young people for the rest of their lives. And if, and I use that word strongly, if there's any cheating involved, that is not winning. That is not winning. Repeated that for emphasis, according to Scott Rabelais in his article today. Went on, quote, that's not the kind of thing you want to teach young people. So that's why we're we're where we are right now. So hopefully we get to the bottom of this and then move forward. I what side of the situation you're on. Will Wade supporter, if you're on my side on this, agreeing that they should have suspended Wade? Can you really disagree with what Joe Oliva is saying there? Winning is not the end of what we do. It's not all about winning. Our job is to prepare young people for the rest of our lives. If there's cheating involved, that's not winning. It's not the kind of thing you want to teach young people. I could not agree more with that. And before you gut check and... Knee-jerk react and say, well, Seth's just in bed with Joe Oliva. And remember, I've been very critical of Joe Oliva during my time here at WWL and when I believe that it's been warranted, when I don't think he's done his job as well as I thought it needs to be done. I don't know what you expected Joe Oliva and LSU to do in this situation. Will Wade could have been a- and the cleanest coach in college basketball. The moment that he decided to give his administration the big middle finger, proverbially, and say, I'm not meeting with you, their hand was forced. There, there's nothing that they can do. Free Will Wade. How about you free your mind of this nonsense? It's just so much reflection, I believe, we're all doing down here with this situation. got a few questions for you if you're still on this hashtag free Will Wade bandwagon. Number one, if you replace the words Will Wade with Nick Saban, would you be putting up hashtag free Nick Saban signs and rallying around that banner? And I'm beginning to believe, and this isn't an LSU thing at all, this next part. It's not. This is just... Way too many fans of college sports anywhere in the country. Again, we saw it at Ohio State and and Penn State. I'm not comparing the situations, what Will Wade is accused of doing, to what those coaches and people around those programs did. I'm not. No way. It's incomparable, the situations. The the fan reaction is very similar. I believe that a coach of a fan's – favored team as long as they're winning could walk down the street and shoot somebody and a lot of fans wouldn't care as long as they were winning and i mean that that's not hyperbolic i would bet you a dollar to your dime that if that happens somewhere and god forbid that ever happens but if it does you'll have fans that say well yeah self-defense oh the guy had it coming What does a college coach have to do anymore to lose his job? I mean that. What you tell me if being involved in this conspiracy where people are going to prison in a federal bribery conspiracy isn't enough? If breaking all sorts of NCAA regulations and violating those regulations and rules isn't enough, if being insubordinate with your bosses and not meeting with them being unwilling to meet with them when they demand it isn't enough what will be enough what what, what would it what would will wade have to do to get fired what would will wade have to do to you to deserve to get the axe cuz i don't know if there's a line anywhere i do not get it I absolutely do not get it. And the hypocrisy from some people on this is incredible. Some people and some of my friends in the media who were celebrating Hugh Freeze getting fired, who were all over Urban Meyer up at Ohio State, Pick the situation, you name it. They were the cheerleaders saying this is corrupt. Those guys got to go. All of a sudden, when it turns around and it's your guy for your program, it's a different story. I don't like that. I don't. Being frank, I don't like it. Either you're being completely disingenuous with your take or you truly don't care because the team won a lot of games this year. not care. So Joe Oliva again today saying it's not all about winning. It's not all about winning. And you know what? I agree with him 100%. There's a text from the 985, amen, Joe Oliva. That's probably the first time in the history of WWL radio we've ever had an amen, Joe Oliva text. You can give us a call at 504-260-1870. The text line is 870-870. Carter Bryant going to join us coming back after this on the last lap. LSU plays Friday in the SEC tournament. They'll get the winner of Arkansas and Florida. Bad draw for them on the court. Two teams that beat them this year in the SEC, and that's who they will open with in the middle of this evolving scandal. We'll wait out Javante Smart. It looks more and more like he eventually will be ruled eligible to play by the school, but we still wait that firm decision. So, as we know, just look at Teddy Bridgewater until things are final. It's, it's never final. Let's bring on in Carter Bryant, host of the Carter Bryant Show on one FM, the fan in South Arkansas, 1400 AM, stand-up comic, and my friend, friend of the show, Carter, what's going on tonight, man? How
2: are you? Um, I'm feeling good about life. I am sad Will Wade is no longer the captain of this ship. And, you know, I mean, come on. You're already in the muck. Let him keep coaching. Why not? If anything, college basketball, I think out of any sport that we have, I think the most corrupt group of coaches in the American sports landscape is without a reasonable doubt the college basketball coaches. LSU's winning let him keep coaching. What's the big deal, Joe Oliva? What's up with that? So I, I'm I'm a little perturbed because I honestly thought this LSU team had a legit shot at going to the Final Four. Now I don't know with all these distractions if they're even going to win their first-round game because both teams are big matchup problems for LSU.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm with you here. I, I'm really with you here. They go from possible Final Four team to who knows without Will Wade. Um, okay, let's have a, let's have a little debate on this—a fun, spirited, friendly debate on this. I'm going to ask you some questions. If this was so replace the words Will Wade with Nick Saban, would you be singing the same tune?
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I would. Let him coach. Why not? Let the season play out. And that's just how I am. I mean, you're already in the muck. No matter what you do, your season's going to be vacated. And and people tend to forget this that that famous. Final four with Memphis and Kansas. Remember the Mario Chalmers uh, game tying three. It was just absolute insanity. Memphis' season ended up getting vacated, the whole thing. So we would have already been a little bit more prepared for this controversy had a national championship had to be vacated because Memphis would have had theirs vacated if they had won it. The thing is, people don't care. And I honestly don't think any fan really cares if any other program cheats. Whether or not we like to believe it, the perception is out there. Everyone thinks that the great college basketball programs all have dirty money. They all play outside the NCAA guidelines, and I tend to believe that as well. I, I No matter if it's through shoe deals or agents or, or whatever, I, I, I think we have a mucky world of college basketball, and I think LSU overreacted a little. And yeah, if it's Nick Saban and we learned about these things, let Nick Saban still coach and let the season play out and if Alabama has sanctions they have sanctions
1: what are they supposed to do when he tells them no I'm not going to meet with my bosses I'm not going to meet with you give them the middle finger nope not going to do it
2: well that's just part of it you know it's just the hypothetical world that we live in we don't we have no idea what Wade or LSU is really going to do next we don't know if Will Wade's ever going to coach a college basketball pro uh game again I mean so don't have all the information from the FBI, which is so crazy. I never thought, set in my years of sports broadcasting and, and, and comedy and all the different things that I try my best to do, that I think I would be talking to you about the FBI. But that is where we are right now. And I, I honestly don't know where this goes. I just know that you can only play for the now. And I think LSU made a bad decision. I think Joe Lever made a bad decision. Yeah, we don't have all the details. Yeah, we don't have all the intel that Aleva and LSU's compliance office may or may not have. And we probably don't know as much as the Yahoo reporters that initially broke the story. But all I know is Will Wade should be still coaching this team no matter what's out in front of uh, LSU and the rest
1: of the season. So I am ultra non-confrontational, especially with people I consider friends. I don't know if you saw T-Bob and me going back and forth on Twitter. That was uncomfortable for me. Um, so even this conversation, it's one of the few times I think we're on opposite sides of the issue. This is a little uncomfortable, but again, i got to ask Carter. Huh. Um, <laughs> if What would Will Wade, what would a college coach of a team that you root for have to do in order to get fired, if this isn't it, if it's not involved in a federal bribery a conspiracy to commit bribery scam where people are going to prison, violating multiple NCAA rules, and and on top of that, when your bosses ask you to meet, you say no. You know the the proverbial f you not gonna do it like what 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 would a coach have to do to get fired? can he I'm starting to feel like and I said and I don't think unnecessary I don't want to put words in your mouth. I'm just saying the hypothetical yeah, I feel like yeah. I feel like a coach could literally literally walk down the street, shoot somebody, and you'd have a big portion of the fan base saying, yeah well, he's winning games I don't
2: care no 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 so that that's where that's where I draw the line obviously there are certain lines of morality you you, you can't cross like for instance. Uh, Joe paterno I, I definitely wouldn't allow him to keep coaching even though he won a lot of games you know it's there there is obviously real moral boundaries that i that I would not cross. My thing is this you let the man keep coaching until this whole thing plays out like we still don't know so many key details and yeah, we'll wait he's not you know what this boss is because he's already the the suspensions and all the wheels for that already were turning. Uh, Joel, you've already made a decision. So, you know, yeah, I'm obviously one that has a little less lower of a moral standard with coaches because I think a lot of different programs are dirty. Obviously, there's some moral lines you, you shouldn't cross, and a lot of coaches have crossed them, and I believe they should be fired, and they have been fired. But in this case, I believe Will Wade should still be coaching the team. This isn't coming from... Uh, me going to LSU. This isn't coming from a fanboy perspective. I think even from an outsider perspective, you're already at this point in the season. Like it, you, you're already here. Let him keep coaching. I, I, I don't get it. But obviously, this is a very serious issue. Wiretaps, bribery, FBI, all that's involved. And obviously, you know, before the season even began, Will Wade had his name connected to, to of little things here or there and some serious allegations with who he was recruiting and who he wasn't. So you know, it, it comes with the territory, and that's unfortunate in college basketball, and that's where we are right
1: now. Yeah, well, I do think Javante Smart should be playing because uh, the precedent is there with right. Zion Williamson, so maybe a little similar there with Will Wade, and and who knows? I, I think. Do you think that he'd be coaching now if he didn't? If he would have met with with Aliva and F King and that, that board of Regents, no matter. I, I almost think that no matter what he would have said in there, almost, maybe not no matter what, but almost no matter what he would have said in there, he'd be coaching. But it was that that kind of forced their hands.
2: You know, it's interesting. I, I, I've, I remember Joe Oliva's first ever press conference um, that he attended for Les Miles. And he was sitting at a table by himself. And I was the only one to chat with him. It was my first ever Les Miles press conference. I was a student reporter. And, you know, to me, he was a very approachable guy. But just from people that I spoke to near Joe Oliva and just around the program, he is a little bit different. He's not... An LSU Tiger, and you got to juxtapose that with who was before him as the athletic director, the most ultimate, most important LSU Tiger of all LSU Tigers, which is of course Skip Bertman. So, you know, it's it's weird because LSU fans have always not liked the guy. He's not wired like the Southerners whatsoever. So, yeah, I, I think Will Wade probably still would have been suspended no matter what, but. You know, I I just don't know enough on the inside, and I don't know F. King Alexander well enough to know if they would have done anything different if if Will Wade would have been a little bit more forthright.
1: It's Carter Bryant joining us like he does every week, radio host in South Arkansas, stand-up comic, and you need to follow him on Twitter, uh, at CarterThePower. Final one on this, I promise. Uh, this, is what I'll, yeah. this is what I ask everybody who's on the, the opposite side of this, and, and that's most people down here, Carter. Um, right. will, will you at least admit that not everybody, not all elite programs do this? I mean, I could run down the list again. You know, Mark Few. Uh, Jay Wright at Villanova. Yeah. Uh, John Beeline is a crusader against this up at Michigan. Can you can we at least admit and everybody admit that not every elite program is doing this?
2: Yeah, I think that would be an unfair broad brush to paint. Um, I could tell you this. I could say with pretty good confidence that a very rabid fan base actually wishes this certain program would do a little bit more of that, and that would be Arkansas. Uh, Mike Anderson's a stand up <laughs> guys. The stand up guys, you can, as you can see. And I actually had someone calling on my show, and I've I actually had this hypothetical thrown out a million times. Why didn't we have Will Wade at Arkansas? Why didn't we have him? We don't mind getting dirty as long as we win games. So there's people out there that 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 don't mind this. They'll do whatever it takes to win. But, yes, there are also some guys, some, some moralists out there, especially John Beeline, who I actually think is the most talented coach in college basketball. I think he's the best – in-game coach and strategist uh, for Michigan in, in all of basketball. So, yeah, you you have those kind of guys out there for sure for certain, but this is a messy game. And you still have your Coach Cows, You still have your Patinos of the world. You still have your Roy Williams of the world, who his program was a part of one of the biggest academic fraud cases in the history of time. So uh, it, it, it's really fascinating how – Different people view different coaches and what they do and 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 not do behind closed uh, closed doors. Yeah. Yeah,
1: indeed. By the way, I share the love of John Beeline up there. I, I think it's a future oh, Hall great. of Fame guy. I hope he wins a Natty sometime. Heck, maybe this yeah. year. Um, can I keep you through the break? I want to ask you about Jarvis and Odell and the reunification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, look, yeah, Carter yeah. Bryant, we got a hard break here. CBS News at Carter the Power mm-hmm. on Twitter. We're going to take your calls also once Carter's done at 1870 so line those up text line is 870 870 here's a quick one from the 985 what if they played out the seasons but would it get them the death penalty um, talking about the lsu program no i mean the death penalty is thrown around there like some boogeyman nobody's especially power five teams ever getting the death penalty anymore um, in any sport uh, really 60 seconds back with carter bryant it's carter bryant joining us okay now that we got past the the tough conversation Let's have a more fun conversation about LSU. And that's two of the greatest LSU Tigers, certainly of this last generation, reunited once again up in Cleveland, setting the NFL ablaze, Carter, Odell, and Jarvis back again. And I know you're digging it.
2: I'm loving it. I I don't think people can truly grasp how much I really love those guys together in, in college. And they're just so uber competitive against each other. And this was just destined to happen. You know, Jarvis said a million times in interviews that he wanted to play pro football with his best friend, Odell Beckham. And we've seen it. I mean, now, now Michael Thomas is going to shatter all the reception records that they've had, but, you know, first three years in the NFL, they both had the most receptions. They tied for the most receptions ever in the first three years in the national football league. I mean, they're just simply incredible. And I think the Cleveland Browns with what they have at quarterback, with what they have at defensive end and Miles Garrett. They have a lot of explosive weapons and, and young players on both sides of the ball. Yeah, they have to give a Jabril Peppers, but they can overcome that. I mean, I I just can't wait to see this Browns team. And, yeah, I'm a Browns fan now. <laughs> they, I, I am. I mean, it, and this just comes from a football perspective. Those two guys together – were just the golden years of LSU wide receiver play. I mean, I'm not sure if that will ever happen again. Now, obviously some LSU fans are hoping uh, Terrace Marshall and Jamar Chase becomes that. And and they have the potential to, to to be great, probably not that great, but to be great and to see these two guys be two of the top five or ten receivers in the NFL and for them to play together what they've always wanted to do. Um, both of them, South Louisiana guys. It is truly special.
1: Boy, Browns—the uh, the focal point of NFL talk in March. It's just—it's surreal, man. Yeah. Like, like what what kind of alternate reality are we living in? Did you see that LSU brought back the big cat drill today? That old Les Miles used to cat. do.
2: Oh yeah, the big cat, baby. Uh, you, you gotta love the big cat. drill. <laughs> I, I remember uh, Les crouching down, that white hat three inches above his actual noggin, man, those, those are the good days. Yeah. Bring on back the, uh, the, the old big cat. And you know, it's been an interesting spring for LSU overall. I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see if, if Michael divinity can step into that pass rushing role. And, you know, obviously they're going to, they're going to take it easy, but Caleb on chase on, hopefully he gets back fully healthy. And I know he's mostly going to sit out of spring. So, LSU's got a a fun spring ahead. I really like the Tigers and how they look going into next year. But ultimately, the LSU offseason story is actually this one. Jarvis and Odell back together again. Mm. I can't believe it, Seth. I can't. I mean, (laughs) just go back. Go look at the practice footage and all the one-handed catches that they made. And I went on a long rant on Twitter about this today, how Jarvis Landry had the single best offensive performance against Arkansas when he had that crazy one-handed catch. Seth, he called the game-winning play. It was an old play, an old offensive coordinator uh, used to have. He made three one-handed catches, including the most ridiculous one-handed catch I've ever seen in my existence. I mean, I'm just happy. I'm happy they're back together, and if anyone was an LSU football enthusiast or just an SEC football enthusiast, You saw this. Everybody was just sharing the Jarvis and Odell clips. It's so cool to see them together in the NFL.
1: And we will be watching closely this next year. Carter, uh, very good conversation today. We'll do it again next week, bud.
2: Yeah, man. Hey, I want you to watch this movie. I'm midway through it right now. Triple Frontier with Ben Affleck and uh, Oscar Isaac. I'm I'm halfway through this movie, and I don't watch a lot of movies. I, I, I don't get this uh to 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 sit down and relax and watch films this has been a captivating movie and it's on netflix
1: that's poe dameron right oscar isaac of star wars fan yeah 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 yeah.
2: okay oscar oscar mr studio girl isaac man he's a handsome guy
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah he is a triple what
2: was it again triple frontier triple frontier on netflix like literally i'm halfway through it i have no idea what's happening
1: i love it okay i'm gonna check it out talk to you next week man Bye-bye. All right, Carter Bryant. Follow him on Twitter at Carter the Power. And of course, if you're in the South Arkansas region, radio host every day, 1071 FM, fourteen hundred AM in South Arkansas, and also a stand-up comic coming to a city near you. A couple of calls to get to here on the last lap. I'm Seth Dunlap, a Daddy Smooth in Folsom, wants to talk a little LSU and Will Wade. Daddy Smooth, Daddy. what's going on?
3: Hey, how you doing?
1: Hey, man, what's up? Love your show. Appreciate it do a great job but uh, i hear a butt coming but well <laughs> it's okay it's okay
3: and dis- disagrees with you on certain things all right especially like back in football season when you said that they had a crisis when the two quarterbacks left i disagreed with you uh anyway i don't think will wade is talking if they quoted him accurately on He's talking about playing time or season tickets. We know what he's talking about.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we we do. I mean, we can read between the lines for sure and know what he's talking
3: about. I mean, as much as we – if he can't come up with a plausible explanation for what he's talking about, then he's done. Okay? All right. Number two. When you, And I'm listening to you, and I don't mean this as a criticism, but when you talk about this trial and all, all he is is talking to the guy the FBI was investigating. He he He's not being investigated. True. You know, if, if you care to believe anything that comes out of his mouth, you know, before he went away, he said he has never done business with these people. So if he's never done business with these people, he's just venting to the guy. And he got caught on tape because they're listening to the other guy.
1: No, it's a, uh, smooth. I think it's a good point. And I don't believe that Will Wade is going to be facing any kind of jail or prison time because of this. In fact, here's here's my prediction. And we're going to talk about this more really once LSU's basketball season is over. Here's what I believe is going to happen to Will Wade. I don't think he's going to coach at LSU again. But what I think is he's going to fall on the sword. He's going to have a press conference and say, and this is after the trial. I will have to wait until after the trial to do this. He's going to say, I did X, Y, and Z. I was wrong. It was the wrong thing to do. Um, It's the bad business that I'm involved in. I'm sorry. Uh, This is not how I'll operate again. And then we'll see Will Wade in a couple of years coach college basketball again somewhere. He's too talented. He's too good. And this is not the last time we're going to hear of Will Wade as a basketball coach. And frankly, it shouldn't be. There's no way it should be. This doesn't rise to any kind of level of, you know, kick him to the curb for the rest of his career. But in my mind right now, he just—he should no longer coach. If this is true, again, I'll, we'll parrot, Joe will leave it. If this is true, shouldn't coach this program anymore. We'll wait and find out. Good stuff, Daddy uh, Smooth. Thanks for the call. We're going to take a break. Scott Rabelais, the advocate, will come on next to talk more about this. Wrote a lot about the Will Wade situation today at the advocate, Scott Rabelais, on the last lap after this. Bad Rouge continues to be engulfed in this Will Wade controversy. The coach still suspended. No word yet on Javante Smart. So I wanted to talk to Scott Rabelais again about this. We talked last week, and he and a lot of other people at The Advocate today Wrote a lot about this as, again, the editorial board of the Advocates spoke with Joe Oliva today and got him on record on a lot of these topics. And Scott Rabelais joins us now. Scott, uh, welcome to the program. I appreciate you again. Uh, His piece, Scott's piece, LSU wants to keep Will Wade as a coach if it can, but not at all costs. I thought that was a great headline, but also a great job by you explaining this. And one of the reasons that you explained is something that I've been saying forever here, it's because he didn't meet and still refuses – to meet with Aleva F. King Alexander and anybody else there at the administration. Am I getting that right, Scott?
4: That is uh, that is correct. That's certainly the, the story that we were presented by the uh, Joe Oliva and the LSU's lead counsel, Tom Skinner, and uh, a couple of other officials, and they came to uh, talk with us today. Uh, in already in Nashville, by the way, at the SEC tournament. They had mandatory athletic director meetings there today. But, uh, yeah, uh, they, uh, they tried to set up a meeting last week uh, after the Yahoo Sports story came out. And uh, originally, um, uh, uh, Coach Wade agreed to meet with them, and then the meeting got pushed back uh, for for some reason. And then they, uh, he said, "Well, uh, my counsel, my legal counsel, uh, he's got uh, a criminal defense attorney out of New York. Actually, uh, advised him not to uh, not to talk to LSU about this until the federal criminal investigation into the this college basketball corruption case ends." Well, that's pretty problematic uh, for for LSU. And for Coach Wade, as far as the postseason goes, because uh, according to Yahoo Sports, he's not supposed to testify until April 22nd at the earliest. And so that's well after the uh, NCAA tournament ends. So uh, this thing could, could drag on a while unless Coach Wade has a change of heart or LSU decides to cut him loose. But um, they don't seem to be ready to do that right now.
1: Well, we know Joe Leave is speaking on this. We'll get to his comments. Is it still radio silence from Will Wade? is, is, is Wade spoke to, at all to the administration? Has he spoke to anybody over there in the last week?
4: He has uh, he has had some contact with the team. You know, he's not coaching the team, but but uh, you know, uh, Aliva was we asked him of that today, and he said, you know, he, he's had some contact. Obviously, they left today for Nashville for for the tournament. Uh, he is uh, he did not go with the team, of course, uh, but uh, he, he's not coaching. He's not on campus. He's not in his office or the gym or anything like that. So he he issued a statement to ourselves and and uh, NOLA.com. Uh, last week after he, he was suspended. But otherwise, uh, no, he hasn't, he hasn't said anything. He's kind of letting uh, his attorneys and LSU's attorneys do the talking to each other, which, again, it's not what LSU wants to happen uh, if, if he uh, wants to get back on, on the court and coach again.
1: So in Oliva talked to your editorial board, he spoke about the decision and why, uh, to him, it was a lot more than about on-the-court success, right? It had to do about kind of the morals and ethics that define the program?
4: Yes, I mean, he's, he said uh, – I asked him early on in our conversation. I said, do you want Will Wade to continue to be your coach? He said, yes, absolutely. He's a great coach. But he said, uh, you know, that LSU is not interested in winning at all costs. He said, it's not just about winning. It's about, uh, you know, following the – basically saying following the rules. And he said, it's not winning. If you're cheating, it's not winning. That was a very, one of the most, uh, one of the most uh, uh, big you know, bold-faced uh, quotes from, from our 45-minute conversation. And he said, if it's cheating, it's not winning. So uh, they're, not, not, they're not saying or admitting that Coach Wade has done any cheating, but obviously they, they want to hear from him. This is why uh, he's not coaching, but Javante Smart is probably getting closer to becoming uh, eligible to play in the SEC tournament when LSU opens on Friday. Uh, Javante has talked to LSU and NCAA, the NCAA. His mother's talked to LSU and the NCAA, and they, they've liked what they've heard so far in terms of him being allowed to, to play again. Of course, he was held out of the Vanderbilt game on Saturday. So I think you're going to see a resolution to that uh, in large part because he's he and his family are cooperating. Uh, but that's not the case for, with Coach
1: Wade. Scott Rabelais of The Advocate joining us here on the last lap at Rabelais ADV. And you can find uh, his work uh, today and and really a bunch of different articles and stories and columns on this situation at theadvocate.com. We'll interject here with Javante Smart. I'm confused because we we were, I don't know, I guess we weren't promised, but we were told all week long and really going back to last week that, that we would have some kind of decision today on his availability and that just didn't come. It didn't come today. Is what happened there?
4: Um, n- uh, nothing that I could say definitively, other than uh, Tom Skinner, the LSU uh, lead counsel, saying uh, they. They. I think they. I can think I can shed some light on it. Uh, they. They said there were a couple of people uh, involved in the smart situation. People close to him who they wanted to talk to. They didn't name those people to us. We assume these could be people could be go betweens. This might even be one of the people who. Who Will Wade is reportedly on the wiretap talking to Christian Dawkins about when he's complaining about trying to to uh, land uh, uh, Javante Smart's commitment in 2017. So, uh, they, but they said they're, they're getting close, and they they uh, Skinner said they hope to be done today, or hope to be done today or tomorrow. So, um, you know, the, he, you know Javante Smart went with the team today uh, to to Nashville. Uh, and he was with them on the bench Saturday. He had just not, uh, held out from play. He's not suspended. I think it's important to say Coach Wade is suspended. Javante has not been suspended. He was just held out out of, out of an abundance of caution uh, as they continue to look into to his case. So, uh, you know, yeah, they, we thought there might be something uh, on Tuesday and then today, but, you know, maybe tomorrow. And any time between now and noon on Friday, I think it was, was, is fine because he'll be allowed to practice with the team, uh, you know, until they, until they play the first game.
1: In your column today, Scott, you alluded, and I think you actually, um, not even alluded, you wrote that you believe that there is a, a path forward for both LSU and Will Wade still. I know we're playing the hypothetical game here, but what, what's that path that you see where he could eventually return as LSU's coach?
4: Well, they're willing to go to this, just to start with, they're willing to go to this point, you know, by the letter of his contract, they could have fired him last week for insubordination for not coming to talk with him. So clearly they didn't want to go to that. Nuclear option, you know, right off the bat. So yeah, they would like to still retain him. They would like to still. They, uh, as Aliva said, they think he's a great coach, and uh, they, obviously they see a lot of value with him, and they hope that they can, you know, you know, hear from him, get some good explanations from him uh, about, you know, what you know, what was on the uh, the the wiretapped uh, recording with Christian Dawkins, and what those pertain to. Uh, you know, they've been talking to him about this kind of stuff since October. You get, you may recall. Uh, you know, the, uh, his name started to be mentioned uh, with, uh, you know, recruiting improprieties back in October, and he was he was asked about it at SEC media basketball media days, and he said, "Yeah, I, I know Christian Dawkins, but I haven't had any business dealings with him." Which, you know, that's one of those you can read the tea leaves kind of comments there. But uh, yeah, they I, I think they felt a little uh, a little blindsided by this uh, situation, but it doesn't mean while they're not happy with him and happy not happy with talking with him that they, they want to completely cut him loose yet however l- lsu's patience i don't think is going to last forever i mean th- and this case could drag on into may or june you know, I mean, l- legal the legal process moves very slowly um and you know at some point lsu's gonna say we gotta have a coach next year we gotta have someone who's recruiting you know it's they don't want to just have the program uh, torpedoed by all this completely barring in barring what could come from the ncaa if there are uh, if there are sanctions at
1: some point. Well, that's a good point. Uh, is speaking of that October trial when that transcript was read aloud in federal court, and I think actually even last spring we, we heard rumors, although nothing official, that mm-hmm. Will Wade was in these. So this goes back now uh, a full right. year. Uh, one of the questions that I had, and I'm not sure if i leave a shed any light on this or one of your uh, colleagues or you asked him this, when, when this happened in October, did they meet with Wade then? Because uh, it can't be that they just waited until last week to try to meet with him, can it?
4: no no, they met with him then and 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 they felt they had some assurances from him about that that things were were being done in on an up and up fashion and they just have uh naturally more questions stemming out of this yahoo sports report and and uh that, that, no they don't have the subpoena uh Skinner said they don't have the subpoena they don't no, you know they they assume it exists because of the reporting that that Yahoo Sports reporting is accurate, but they don't have the subpoena. But obviously that that ratcheted up their level of concern at that point. But they're you know they're trying to move forward. Uh, I also asked uh, Aliva directly. I said you know there's been lots, some calls nationally for you guys to uh, not participate in the NCAA tournament. He said they're absolutely not considering that, and uh, he said he he used to be on the selection committee, and he said he thinks uh, he thinks LSU will be. Uh, will be judged on its merits with or without Will Wade as a coach. And uh, the chairman of the selection committee, as it happened, uh, had a uh, – Bernard Muir had a uh, teleconference today as well. And He was asked about LSU by our Sheldon Mickles, and he said, yeah, we're going to judge them, uh, you know, what they do through this SEC tournament and then decide, you know, where they're going to be seated."
1: Finally, Scott, do you think that Joe Oliva and F. King Alexander and, and everybody at LSU did the right thing by suspending Wade considering um, everything that we know now, that he wouldn't meet with them, that the subpoena and, and really everything put together?
4: You know, obviously this was this was a tremendously, a tremendously uh, unpopular decision. If you were in the Assembly Center uh, on Saturday night, you heard the full level of – of anger and ire directed at uh, by LSU fans at Joe Oliva when, when they saw him come into the arena. And he, he understood that he said, he's the one thing he said, today was, which was slightly amusing, said, I didn't expect them to cheer for me. Um, but uh, I, you know, I, while it might be wildly unpopular. Yes, I do think they, they did the right thing. Like most of us have, have bosses. And if our bosses say, you need to come in to, come in and talk to us about this important matter. you you better come in and talk to them about this important matter. And uh, if my my executive editor said that, I would, I would have to go in. I'm going to say, uh, my counsel said, I'm not going to talk. So uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, beyond, beyond this current case, they have a top 10 team, the SEC champions and the team that people feel, you know, has all the tools to make it to the final four. But beyond that, they're, they're, they're talking. And I think, I, I think they are interested in this. this. They're talking about the integrity of the school and and, and their uh, their athletic program. And, and I think by suspending Wade and by holding out um, Smart, they are showing the NCAA that they have institutional control. Yeah, I had another coach tell me, you know, we all signed the same ethical agreement that we're going to not cheat, basically, you know, when, you know with our contracts. And uh, I think they're trying to show that that is the case uh, with the basketball program that they're not uh, running a renegade program because when they hit you with lack of institutional control, that's when you're really, really in trouble in terms of sanctions. I don't think there's anything legal that LSU is worried about. I don't think Will Wade has any real legal troubles, but the the, the question is – could the NCAA hammered LSU to the extent that uh, the program returns to the SEC seller uh, very, as quickly as they came up from it.
1: Scott Rabelais, the advocate, his piece online at theadvocate.com right now. LSU wants to keep Will Wade as its coach, if it can, but not at all costs. Scott, appreciate the insights tonight. Thanks so much.
4: Well, thank you for having me. Appreciate it.
1: You bet. At Rabelais ADV on Twitter. Be sure you follow him there. Your call's coming back at 504-260-1870. Text line 870-870 here on the last lap. And welcome back to the show. Uh, Ricky, I don't want to squeeze you as you only have about 15 seconds here. So we're going to hold on. Call's next hour. And Ralph Michaels out in Vegas we will talk about NFL free agency and college basketball from the Vegas view. A little bracketology and sports libs. It comes your way next final hour of the last lap. I'm Seth Dunlap, Logan Behind the Glass. We roll on here on WWL.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better